minutes, lights out, and away we go. Be racing in a scooter racing league. When I'm Charlie's grandpa, and I just wouldn't have thought. And here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Well, it's been a while, but we're back. University, um, sports. Big W. Big W. Uh, it's all been happening, and unfortunately, life comes first, but do not always come second, and it always comes back. The Waff Pod and Formula One. We're back, baby. You might have thought we left, but we just went on a small break, as Daniel Ricciardo once tried to say before burning out for the rest of his career. Hopefully, we don't follow that formula because we're back now and we plan on sticking around, unlike Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, Mitch, how are you? Mate, I'm wearing a Ferrari. For the ones on the Instagram Live, I'm wearing a Ferrari. And so not great, mate. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Of Speaking of second. Grim things I've ever seen. Uh, to start, I think it's a good idea to go back to what we've been missing out on. Our last podcast was obviously the... Uh, a while ago. It was a while ago. Was we it, had the Singapore preview. And, um, was it Singapore preview or Suzuka, mate? It was, it was it, Singapore, mate. It was a we while ago. Far back. Yeah, so look. I think it's best to just very quickly go over Singapore. How it was, our thoughts on the race. And it's going to be very brief because uh, uh, it's been... Um, been a while. So, Singapore, did you watch the race? Uh, I actually, we're going to have another sell on the podcast, probably like the fourth of the year. Well, this is actually... My alarm? You'd be surprised. I actually did watch this race, which is really good for me. It wasn't just wow. a, a highlight watch the morning after. Um, I actually really enjoyed this race. Uh, it was nice because Max Verstappen didn't win. And uh, I know that might be a little bit of a selfish thing to say. As a Formula One fan who should be enjoying the success of a driver who has been so strong this season, but I don't mind change. Change is a good thing, and uh, I think the reason I'm saying that is because it was another Red Bull driver who won. So, uh, Sergio Perez, well done. Um, love your work, mate. It was unfortunate that he couldn't get the um, Sebastian Vettel nine-in-a-row record. Yes, but I think it's also, uh, uh, what's the word, legacy-saving mm. for Sebastian Vettel. Because uh, I think that's one of the records that... It'll be difficult to lose, you know? It's going to be a one that you hold on to for a while. It's, it's almost like impossible, they were saying. And then Max goes out with this rocket ship and Absolutely. that skill that he's got. And he just... He, he got close, but close doesn't count, does it? That's the truth. Uh, now, two drivers who really stood out for me this race. George Firstly Russell, being, Oh, okay. Mr. Mr. Shunt. Mr. Shunt. Yes, well, I was actually going to talk about uh, poor performances. I was going to talk about good performances, but you make a valid point. George Russell... Uh, interesting. Moving on. The two drivers <laughs> that did well on my front. Daniel Ricciardo with P5, his second best or equal best performance this season. Since Imola. And it came at a good time. Since Australia. Since Australia. Yep, I think you're on the money there. Yep. Then again, my memory, it's been a very fucking long L- season. Too many races. Way too many races. But Daniel Ricciardo sticking at fifth, own, but you know what? He instantly got just pushed to the back of everyone's brain because Lando Norris finished ahead of him and therefore it meant fuck all. Real shame. Uh, the second great driver for us, P6, my boy, Lance Stroll. What a great weekend for Aston Martin. Mr. Underrated. Said Vettel in P8. That is a great weekend for Aston Martin, judging by how this season's been going. But fuck me, this race... Um, I've just actually remembered what happened in this race, you know, because it was mm. that fucking long ago. Yeah. This was the race where it was pissing down a weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, I probably waited how long? An hour, an hour and a half? Yeah, so I remember this because I was staying up doing a uni assignment, and that was probably the only reason I watched this race. I mm. only enjoyed it when they were actually racing, but fuck me, it took a minute. 
It took a minute. Mate, thank Jesus. God. Thank God F1 Luke Sam got there in the end. Oh my Lord, that would be one of the greatest injustices to the world. Um, <laughs> one of the great Jetstar cells. Absolutely. Uh, that is why you don't fly Jetstar internationally, only domestic. There goes a potential sponsor in the future. Sorry, Jetstar, we love you, but Qantas clear, Virgin clear, uh, as Mitch would know as a Virgin. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, anybody else disappointed that weekend? I'm just looking at the standings here. No, it's pretty standard. Nicholas Latifi finishing P19. Uh, can we also just talk about Fernando Alonso's downfall lately? Uh, he's Fuck got, me. He's, he's gone unlucky. And do you know why? It's karma. He started why is it challenging karma? the GOAT. He started chatting shit about Lewis Hamilton, who his Twitter game has been unreal. Absolutely. Yeah, he's been so player. good on Twitter. But with that being said, Fernando Alonso in the bin. He's just practicing for next year at Aston Martin, I fear. But no, 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 Aston Martin will be good this year. Promise, promise. promise. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anything else to add from the Singapore well, Grand Prix? Well, I mean, you think about that race there for Aston Martin. Did you think in Australia that you'd have a race where, with double Aston Martin points? No. You sat there crying. In my crying. Brand new Legit Aston hat. tears. It was actually a. Oh, what's it was the, a dicking. Investment. You know, that was my, my Aston Martin hat. I paid 70 bucks for it at the fucking stand. I was like, I like the colours, I like the team. Seb Vettel, that, Seb Vettel that's my fucking boy. And then they just turned into bumps. That is F1 for you. Uh, moving on. Suzuka. Super Max. Super Marathon. Mm. We'll get there. Okay. So this weekend, yeah. Mm, we'll get yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> one, two. Clear as well. Red Bull was so clear this weekend. Very, very good. Max winning another race by 27 fucking seconds. I think my favourite thing they showed on TV was the Fernando Alonso Seb uh, battle to the line. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, they didn't. They did it not. Oh. Of course. Hey, how could we Honestly, forget? Honestly, I think that was the greatest injustice of this season. Yeah. I think Gen- it's up there. It, it's- Genuinely would be up there. Because I'm looking at the times here. Seb Vettel finished 46.358 seconds behind Max. Mm-hmm. How far back do you think Fernando Alonso was? 46.369. 11, like, what is that? Milliseconds? Is that like, like a... Fuck me. Is that like that? There's nothing to it. That's literally, I think that'd be a matter of centimetres. Like, that is really... A subway six-inch, mate, separating the two. Not to be confused with Ralph Marks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that is... Uh, anything else? Have Latifi, mate. Race? Latifi. Oh, hell yeah. He was he was actual goated in this race. P9, lovely double point finish. And was this the weekend after they confirmed that he won't be racing for the next season? It was. You love it. You love that fucking straight back in their face. Get your nuts out. Get horny. Love it. Mitch with the cell, turn your ringer off, you melon. Moving on. Uh, Suzuka, pretty good race. I actually quite like... I mean, we had back-to-back wet races. Um, but I, I mean, love, love an Asian race. Suzuka, the we fans, nearly witnessed... The fans get around it. Nearly witnessed Pierre Gasly's death. Oh, we did. Fuck. Um, such a good point. I forgot about that. If you don't know, 2015, Jules... Or 2014, horrible, 2014 or 15, Jules unfortunately went into a yeah, tractor. Everyone, everyone knows the story. Yep, and uh, what did they do? Decide, let's bring it back home while people mm, were through mm. the wet at what, 150 clicks, I think? Yeah. This is only a virtual safety car, I'm pretty sure, so and, they're still moving, trying to keep the delta positive. And he got the penalty for that. Jesus. That's strange. It, like, you watched the replay and it was actual. Mm, fucking horrible. Scary. Word. Yep. Kota. Now, Lewis, mate, he thought he was on. I thought he was on. Well, I also thought he was on. Henshi was like, there's no way Max wins here. No way. He's not going to get him. And that's coming from Alex Henshi, one of the greatest Max Verstappen and Red Bull dick riders ever made. Sorry, Henshi. Mm. Um, but he shouldn't have won. 
He simply shouldn't have won. I think, what was it? Six laps to go, and Max is like five seconds behind. Yeah, Lewis. three, three or two. And yeah. Lewis was looking good. He wasn't. I don't think Lewis made a single mistake either. No, Lewis generally. He was driving mistake. as well as he could in that. It was just a shame that there was someone behind him driving <coughs> a fucking rocket ship mm-hmm. or a roller coaster, and he, he was just perfect. He like, wasn't mucking around as well with nah, it. This this year, I think um, Max Verstappen's silenced a lot of haters in the sense that uh, he can drive. It's just a different intensity. There's a different mindset. It's mm. just—it's not even hunger at this point. He drives desperately. Like he just wants to win every race, and it's just scary. Like him in that car, it's just—it's genuinely terrifying. Um, but yeah, Lewis, I think he might struggle to get that race win this season. Brazil, mate. Uh, yeah. It's—it's scripted. It's, it's gonna be scripted. Um, another point to talk about this weekend. Was this the weekend that Carlos Sainz was on pole? Uh, it was the weekend Carlos Sainz was, this was the on pole. Weekend where George Russell uh, T-boned him. George Russell did indeed. Smack him. And it, and the good thing is, at least the FAA gave him a good penalty. At least it was only... Yes, yes. You, know, you would have thought 20 seconds. Oh. He got five seconds, mate. He got away with murder. How many did Daniel Ricciardo get on the weekend for hitting Yuki? Uh, I think he got 10. Mm, yeah, fraudulent. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. English bias. What? Uh, moving on. No one else was really great this weekend. Yuki Sonoda with a solitary point. Uh, Alonso did go... Uh, Fernando went P7. Alonso went Mark Webber mode and... Went flying mm-hmm. because uh, he hit Stroll, and unfortunately, Stroll was just—he was doing great things. He was. As unfortunately, always. then he went Stroll mode. Yes, it was actually. I was—I was, I was getting ready in the chat to I, type. I believe Stroll underrated. Stroll the goat. Was no Stroll, one's clear of Stroll. Was Stroll ever leading the race or just in P two? No, that was Seb. It was Seb. Seb moment. was leading, and he got sold in a pit stop. Jesus Christ! The things you love to see. Top of the list there. <laughs> so uh, the Mexico Grand Prix. I actually uh, didn't watch this one. All right, look like, looks like it's on me, fellas. <laughs> so, if you didn't think that George Russell was a little whiny boy, this weekend was proof. Mm. Fuck me. He, I've never seen someone so upset about not getting their strategy that they desired. Like, he was so upset. And I think the thing that elevated that disappointment was him was seeing the people that did. <laughs> Get the that, goat. Uh, yes, the goat who got that. R- Ricard goat. <laughs> Daniel Ricard goat. What a fucking drive. Um, got the perfect strategy. They smashed it out and uh, got on the softs at the end. And he was driving a fucking rocket ship. You didn't want to get in the way, uh, Yuki Tsunoda. Sorry about that. But uh, Ricardo still finishes P7 with a 10-second penalty. Pretty good effort. He's... Uh... He's, he's making up for the entire season right now. Yeah, he's just decided last couple of races. Let's just uh, get my nuts warm. Mate, top six work. this week is free. Mm, wouldn't go that far, but love his work. Um, so yeah, Max won again. Hannah Schmidt, just perfect strategy again. Uh, isn't really it, hard to beat. Isn't it um, interesting that Ferrari, the last few races, mm. are just missing, mate? Casper mm. the ghost. I mean, Bonotto said... Look, it's scary how fast Mercedes are developing. Yeah, and but it's not really a surprise with the amount of money they have and the uh, just the, the breadth and the skill of their team. They've proven it over the last six, seven years. They've got the bright blokes working to make things happen. And sure enough, if you have the right people working for you, you're going to produce a car that can go all right even after a mishap at the start of the it's season. It's fine though, mate. 2023, Charles Leclerc. Oh, actually, Carlos Sainz has said, put the money on me. Stinker. This Absolute no reeker. Yeah, so that is our very brief, uh, well, review of the last four weeks that we've missed due to a multitude of reasons. Um, I probably shouldn't even be here right now, you know, I've got two exams this weekend, but you live, you learn, YOLO. 
Um, hopefully I don't fail and have to repeat those courses. Uh, but there is a few things that have happened over those weeks that we also need to talk about. Mm. Now, Mitch, what would you like to talk about first? Our bet or the driver market? I think the bet has to stay to, to the last? end. Okay, yeah. I like that. So the driver market, a few things have happened. As discussed before, Latifi was announced as to not be racing for Williams next year. Tragic. It's actually so heartbreaking. It's a shame. But he's moved to IndyCar, I believe. He's confirmed a spot. There's links with Ganassi or I don't know. Classic but. Twitter giving us that bullshit. Um, moving forward, though. He's going to win. Uh, they've also announced their conditional driver for next season. And they've also confirmed that there isn't a clear number two or a backup plan. So it's essentially this bloke... Cannot or fuck they up. scramble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that driver is the l- racist himself, Logan Sargent. Logan now, Fraud. Now, I'm not going to call him a racist. I'm going to retract my statement. But um, He's a racist. His father has links to certain people. We're not going to go there. <laughs> um, that was a very defamatory comment. My bad. Uh, but He's a bit of a bot, isn't he? Oh, he seems all right. He uh, seems like he can drive a I don't car. know. He's a bit of a bot. It just isn't the same, is all it? All I'm going to say is there's a lot of drivers in that F2 uh class that are probably stinking it up well they probably should be driving ahead of him next season i like to think mm. in f1 but each your honda Rivola. williams do what you want your scapito eat your heart out um good on him but he's not there yet because he's, he's got a abu dhabi i think it's sixth or yeah and he's fourth if he stinks it up jack doing so free so free mate it makes you happy to see him driving uh, some some fp1s for alpine um do you see the the graphic who's your who's your idol Dad, Mick Doohan, Australian legend, motocross <laughs> champion a couple of years in a row. Mm. Bloke can drive a car. I actually... Well, he couldn't... Well, Jack can drive a car. Wouldn't be surprised if we see a turn one Abu Dhabi. Jack Doohan smashes into Logan. Feature race smashes into Logan. Yeah. Jack Doohan gets the seat. Easy as you like. Genius. Um, other driver news. The Badger, mate. The honey badger. We've seen rumours. We've seen Toto wearing Daniel merch. And uh, it is confirmed, but it is not announced. in the public yet. It's confirmed, but yet to be announced. Um, just another circumstance, one of the worst kept secrets on the F1 grid. Daniel Ricciardo will be a test driver next year for... Mercedes. Mercedes. Now, a little conjecture over it the last month. It was, it's been linked and hinted at for ages. Then fucking Crofty went on about how... Or was it Kravitz? One of the two went on about how they think he's going to end up at Red Bull. It was just an absolute mess, mm. and now it's finally settled at Mercedes. Um, after taking out Yuki, I think he had no chance of going to Red Bull. Um, but I think this is a great move for him. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Gunther Steiner said that, <coughs> what do you say? Our phone is ready. Or yeah, he's on the team if he picks up the phone. Yeah, but uh, I think it's the right call not going to Haas. Uh, I feel like, we'll though... We'll talk about Haas in a second. I think this is the best move for Daniel. <laughs> yeah. if, he, if he wants to drive in 2024 for a somewhat competitive team, that's the way to do it, I think. Um, moving on, should we talk about Aston Martin? Because they made a pretty big signing this week for their driver academy. They did, mate. Driving alongside... So they're going to have two reserve drivers next two year. Two reserve drivers. They're going to have Stoffel Van Dorn and Felipe Drogovic as reserve drivers. Um, the goal is that Stoffel drives in 2025 with Fernando. Uh, not with Fernando. No, no. With Lance. Replacing Fernando yeah. after his eventual retirement. But that doesn't make sense to me because why wouldn't you have the F2 champion do that? I just don't think yeah, they've got a plan. No, I, I, I saw that too, actually. That was a very good point. It's interesting that they rate Stoffel higher than they do... Um, the F2 champion. Drogovic. Mm. Especially since... I mean, Stoffel was very unlucky with his drive at McLaren because when it came and he drove 
he was driving a fucking tractor. Yeah. However, um, I do think Stoffel's probably got more to give, but his ceiling probably isn't as high, high. as Drogovic, which is why I'd race him ahead of him. Drogovic is now, not the Talking youngest. about ceilings, this move was interesting because it meant that Nico Hulkenberg no longer had any links to Aston Martin. I wonder why that is. Oh, yes. Haas are going to do probably the most ridiculous thing I've seen in F1 for a while, which takes a lot coming from It's Haas actually so driving, dumb. Since they had Nikita Mazepin driving for them. And Rich Energy. And the Rich Energy sponsorship. But from the sound of things, they plan on pairing Kevin Magnussen with Nico Hulkenberg next season and I just, dropping Mick Schumacher. I just don't get it. Like, especially with the... Tw- they're getting $20 million a season with the new money, Graham. It's some, like... I don't even know what it is. It's like Cashify, whatever the app's called. But they're getting $20 million a season. They've got so enough gonna, to develop the car. Hit, they're going to hit the the budget cap. So they're actually going to have a car as much money as possible for the first time. Do you think Daniel saw that announcement and thought, hmm, maybe I could have gone? No. They're, I don't think they're going to move anywhere. I, I think they're going to be mid-table at best. I think he's better off going to Mercedes, actually getting around the boys, being good vibes, mm. maybe getting a reserve driver, an actual drive here and there when someone gets injured or sick. I just don't see why the fuck you well, want to commit to a team like that. I, um, I asked, uh, I asked uh, Max Spinello and Ethan Bold last night, and I said, how does it feel that Ricardo is not going to be on the calendar next year? And they go, no, mate, George Russell is going to die, and Lewis Hamilton is going to join the Queen. So Daniel... He's going to drive. He's going to drive. Here first, guys. Wolf Pod exclusive. Anyway, moving on from that outrageous comment. What I was going to say is, I think the Nico Hulkenberg signing is ridiculous because I know it's overset and everyone talks about the fact that, oh no, but Hulkenberg's never had a podium in his career. That is a very fair argument. Someone with as many starts as him, the most without mm. a podium, shouldn't be driving an F1, and he's proven it. He doesn't have the pace. I, I think him missing off the F1 grid. There's a valid reason behind that. He shouldn't be coming back. I don't think he's going to bring anything to Haas next year. Mick Schumacher has a higher ceiling. You've got this new money, so you meet the budget cap. Why are you so worried about spending money now? He's only going to get better. He's got a higher ceiling. Anyway, that's, those are just my thoughts. It just, and it's not like he's just driven tractors his whole life. Mm. He actually drove for some competitive cars that could get a podium, mm. and he, uh, he didn't do that. I, I think he's one of those mid- Drivers, Mid, and it yeah. just—he's old as well. He's just mediocre. He's just always been very, very mediocre. I but just then, don't see the point. Giovinazzi would have maybe been a better signing. I would have taken him too, just because the ceiling's higher. But then he spun at Coda in the practice session and crashed Jesus, the car. What a sell! He literally sold. Oh hell! It's not announced though. No, but it's it's yeah. expected. After that signing, after that signing, it's almost expected. I like to think. No, I don't know if we covered. Um, Nick DeBreeze, as the meme was going around. Yes, Nick DeBreeze. There's DeBreeze on the track. Um, Not to be confused with Nick DeVries. Mm, uh, Alpha Tauri driver in 2023. Don't know if we covered his signing much, but... We didn't, and we didn't cover the Pierre Gasly Alpine signing, but we hinted at it, but it mm, wasn't announced. So We were me, on to it. Two great signings. They both just make sense. Finally, mm. someone on the F1 grid makes a signing that makes sense. It's good for Alpine... They're just going to go for the full French patriotism marketing scheme now. And go they're going to be it. quick. Power to them. You've got two great drivers mm. now. And it seems like if Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon can start being mates again, that'll be really good for them. Um, Sonoda and De Vries, the shortest driver pairing on average ever. Do you know that? It would be interesting. Thank you. I don't know. Useless F1 tweets uh, for that one. I actually, um, I don't know how they're going to go next year. 
I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. I think it's good to finally have an F2 champion on the track instead of mm. as a reserve driver, which just would be ideal. Common, yeah, common theme. Uh, Seeing that's basically what Mitch, uh, not Mitch, sorry, mate, not you, you fucking plum. Mitch <laughs> Schumacher will be doing next season, sitting um, on the sidelines waiting absolutely. for Audi. Oh, uh, here's another one, Audi. Audi. Yep, massive announcement. And a forgot I've been away for. A- yeah, see six you, weeks. See you later, Sauber. See you later, Alfa Romeo. Uh, welcome, Audi. Um, I think that, I think Alfa lose their partnership end of next year. So then it's going to be Sauber for two years, and then it's and going to be Audi. Audi. Yeah. What a weird. It's. I like it. I, I think it was what, inevitable. What are Sauber's colours? Is it like it's the blue? It's still red and white. Still red and white. Well, they were running blue, like a navy and white in 2015, and gold a couple 16, years ago. Yeah. But they then moved to red and white when they had the Alfa Romeo pairing. So we could actually see a pretty sick car soon. And a pretty um, shit one as well. Absolutely. But it looked cool though. It looked cool. Um, oh. uh, that leads me to another point. Have we heard anything more about the potential for a Williams Porsche? Uh, from what I last heard about Williams Porsche, they said it had a good ring to it and uh, expect some news by Mexico. Mexico came and went, nothing. Interesting. So, hopefully. Okay, I would fucking love that. I would. I think the statement is a nice ring to it. Mm. It's great, and I Mm. think that's a team I can get behind. And it's Porsche. As a somewhat as a person coming back from an English heritage with an addiction to Porsche cars, not an addiction, but an erection. Sorry, (laughs) wrong term. Um, With the Audi launch, they said that they're going to sign a German driver. Now, do you sign Mick Schumacher? No, you sign Sebastian. Exactly. Exactly. I I brought this up a couple of weeks ago. When, whenever we last potted, it follows the formula of Michael Schumacher. Retire, come back four years later to join a German, new German constructor to welcome them to the competition. It's perfect. He comes back, drives for them for a couple of seasons, then retires again. And then Lando Norris leaves McLaren, joins Audi. Bang. Seven world championships. Yeah. The, the script is written. <laughs> what's, the, what's the saying? History never repeats, but it constantly echoes. It's on, fellas. Mm. It is on. Put some money on it. Let's open a sports bet market. It's going to happen. I saw another, actually, history repeats one. Um, it was something like, in 2020, 2021, there was uh, one new rookie. Mm. It was like two new rookies on the grid or something. Mm. And that was Mercedes and Red Bull at the front. Yep. In 2022, there was only one new rookie or... Yep. And it wasn't them. And then this year, it's going to be three or two rookies again. It's something like that. And it just seamlessly links up. So it's going to be Red Bull and Mercedes next year. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like 2020, 2021, 2022, and then next year. Yeah, that made absolutely no sense. It didn't make any sense. But in my head, I thought it did. Okay. But this one I'm hinting at. Well, I'm sure Mercedes, well, Red Bull very next year. For that. Okay, so you're saying Mercedes and Red Bull are the two teams to watch next season? Absolutely. Wow, so the two teams with the most money have been the most competitive in the last five Wait, seasons? <laughs> you can never ride a Ferrari. Jeez. And Aston Martin, mate. Mitch, this is why people listen, mate. That is some, just some next level analysis from you. Anyway, I think that's all that's happened in the driver market. Uh, the exciting thing, though, is... Not exciting, fucking dreadful. We made a bet and we lost. A dumb bet. A, uh, a well, stupid, idiotic bet. But it'll be funny. Because <laughs> we didn't think it'd happen. And it almost didn't. We thought we were in the clear. So I think that's another thing we can talk about. And it kind of works in seamlessly here. Kota. Um, Suzuka, mate. Oh, 
Suzuka, as I said, sorry. Got my, got my. What a stinking weekend for the, for us. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if there's a red flag and you don't finish the race under the red flag, you can get full points. Bullshit. And the FIA, a bullshit. We've had an F2 champion win on the sidelines, an F3 champion win on the sidelines, and an F1 champion win on the sidelines. 2022 has been absolutely... Bring Michael Massey back. Fraudulent. Um, Literally the definition. We thought we were clear. We thought we weren't running half marathon. We've got through it. We're fine. Then the FIA decide, fuck it. No, who was the commentator? He was like, he just comes up. They found out that Charles has got a penalty on the last fucking corner of the Grand Prix. And then he's like, you're the world champion. And everyone's like, no, that's wrong. Why have you done that? And then it looks like the FIA have gone, nah, mate. Let's roll with it. And um, yeah, now we're running half marathon. So Mitch, how's your training going? I did a 3K. Um, oh, yeah. And I held 5.41, 5.39. That's very slow. Exactly, right? Slow but steady and just got to finish it. And then we, um, well, then I had university. Then I haven't just run since then. Um, okay. Excellent, mate. How, how's your training going? Pretty well. Um, I have shin splints. Mm. Uh, turns out running in excess and uh, <laughs> so basically running from not running at all and then running long distances after not running at all, mm. isn't too good for your legs. And it turns out when you overpronate, and mum just liked to reveal to me today, oh yeah, 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 you were meant to get, um, <laughs> you were meant to get orthopedics when you were younger, but we just never did. Yeah, thanks mum. I can see you, I can see I you. Can see, you I can see you thanks. on the podcast, mate. So now I've got, now I've got shin splints. Um, legs really hurt when I run. But, you know, I powered through it yesterday. I was, I ran a 10K. I was about 4K in, legs started to go. And uh, I just pushed through. I just decided, you know what? It's you ran a about, what? It's all about... Pardon me? You ran a what? I ran a 10 kilometer run. Really? Mitchell, yes. Um, and mum's just called me a snitch, sorry. Um, I, got, I got about 4K in and I decided <laughs> I'd just keep going because, you know, Ned Brockman inspired me. You've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Exactly, I wanted mate. to see how far I can push it. Uh, I made it to 10K, collapsed in a heap on the ground. But um, right, 21K, mate. dude, so free. It's only so halfway. Easy I was halfway there. Uh, just got to ice up. Uh, make sure I do everything right over the next couple of weeks mm. give myself the best opportunity you mean the next 16 days mate fucking hell <laughs> so and, uh, and we've got to piss up the night before should be right um yeah look but yes oh that's that's we haven't really told many people about that close, apart from our close mates we're going to be running the half marathon on the 20th of November that is no, the sure day of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix no mate we're running on the 20th we've committed to it we're running it on the 20th the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix man I might be working I might have to get that off well, yeah. Colin sick. Bloody hell, Mitch. We're running a half marathon. We're going to do it. It's, it's, I might, even if I have to drag Mitch across the line, we're going to do it. We've gonna With? Have a, we're going to have a support group and we're going to have the great Michael Slavotnik, friend of the show, just great bloke in general, is going to be tagging along. Um, and uh, we're going to have some melon ranger blokes going to try pace for us. Mm. Um, some other guys going to be holding some drink bottles on a bike for us. Uh, An inhaler. We're going to try and make an event out of it. Some Panadol. We've got some bibs, some bibs sorted to make it look like a real half marathon. We're going to give it a real run for its money. Um, I'm pumped. Do you know my, um, this is going to be my analysis on the half marathon, live on the podcast, my my thoughts about it. I am seriously fucked here. Um, (laughs) I've done one 3K, nearly died. 21Ks is only, what, that's like a seventh of what I've done. (laughs) I'm actually so fucked. Like, hospital is so free that day. It is so free. No, the thing is, with your nerve issues, there's actually every chance, isn't it? Might just drop down on the way. 
But either way, it's going to be great content. Um, Brazil Grand Prix coming up. You know what? That's not this weekend, is it? It's the weekend after. It's the weekend after. I reckon we can get another pot out. Wow. And uh, I reckon I reckon I know a certain guy we can have have a chat on it. Yeah, this is true. Lachlan Moore, as just said, hawkers are gonna have to carry. Mate, hawkers are gonna have to start running for themselves, mate. Yes. I'm so gonna need Kelly Elliot Cup Jobe carry me across the line. I believe he's speaking about Elliot Kupchoge because Mitch has just bought a pair of hawkers, a very supportive shoe which should hopefully carry him. But yes, talking about that next race, we um we plan on having a preview episode, or we're gonna try a god fucking hopes mm. and we have a hopefully get a special someone on to talk about what is Lewis Hamilton's home Grand Prix the Brazil Grand Prix I think um, there's only one person for that mate yeah and we won't reveal the name in case it falls through but I think we know who it's going to be um, just want to highlight something oh yeah I googled the other day how long does it take to run half marathon or when I about, first started it should be about two and a half yeah, hours, yeah. it should take us um, I googled so how much slower than the world record yeah. full marathon time but how much it. training do you need and I saw that it was about like you know, three to six months. I thought, yeah, fuck that, mate. I can do it myself. Mm, mm, Did, mm. Got one run in. Then mm. I realized, wait, this is soon. I saw a TikTok and it said there's 16 days left of Daniel and Seb on the grid. And then I thought, oh, do I even need... To run. Do I even need training? Should we go for a run tomorrow, Mitch? Absolutely, mate. I actually Excellent. think it's All well right. needed. How long? How far? We'll figure it out, mate. We'll see how the legs are. I had, I had 5Ks free. 5K? Jesus. Mate, that's All like right. one fourth. Yeah, legendary. That's basically... Well... That's basically done. Uh, I'm sorry this has been a very convoluted episode. We just need to get... It's been a long time. We had to get some things.